Welcome to the Fierce Authenticity Podcast, where we're illuminating and dismantling all of the ways supremacy culture has impacted our relationships with ourselves, with source, and with others. Not just the overt ways, like racism, sexism, ageism, alcoholism, and all the other isms, but also the sneaky, cunning ways you wouldn't have thought of, like perfectionism, imposter syndrome, judgment, burnout, the not enoughs, and the hustle to achieve. I'm your hostess, Sharani M. Batuk, and I'm a relationship therapist, leadership development consultant, and author of the book series, Fierce Authenticity. Whether you're a returning listener or you're new here, I want to extend a very warm welcome to you and invite you to connect with me through the Fierce Authenticity newsletter community. If you're ready to rise above an inherited systematic invasion rooted in fear and lack so that you can calm and refocus those energies towards reclaiming a fiercely authentic personal relationship grounded in an abundance and love that is so radiant all your other relationships are elevated with you, then this is the space for you. I invite you to visit www.fierceauthenticity.com slash connect to join me. I'm so excited that you're here. And now let's dive in. Now, I know that over the last several episodes, we have been looking at some super, super heavy, heavy topics and yet things that are so real and things that we must absolutely talk about, especially as we're laying the foundation for the second season where we're talking about human relationships and how powerful you are and emotional intelligence and how to bring that into your life and your workspace and authentic leadership and all of those things that are really, really, really important for us to go out there and be part of that change so that our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren and beyond don't have to live through the same crap that we had to live through. So for today, because all of those episodes have been really packed, so full of information, I want to keep it a little bit lighter today. Not that there's going to be any fluff in here because you know I don't do fluff. So keeping it a little bit lighter and sharing with you about my morning routine and how to set my day up for success. Before we talk about that though, it's important for me to let you know that I'd be doing myself and you a disservice if I talked about morning routines and the practices that I engage in without talking about the spiritual nature of my practices and of the work and setting myself up for success. And I know some of you probably heard that and totally cringe, like, oh my God, this girl's about to talk about spirituality click, like you're going to want to tune out. And before you do, I'm going to invite you to just hear me out. All right. Living in the white centric world that we do, the words spiritual 
and spirituality have really taken on a whole different flavor. Like all this new agey stuff, all this cultural appropriation that happens, all of this taking indigenous practices, rebranding them, and then monetizing, aka capitalizing on them. Yeah, that's what the white-centric world has done. And what we're going to do here is actually talk about the deeper parts of spirituality and what the word spiritual actually means before I share with you about my routine. Recently, I was doing some work for my 12-step program. I'm in a 12-step program of recovery, and one of my homework assignments is to look up certain words in the dictionary. And one of the words that I was supposed to look up was the word spiritual. And would you believe that when I looked up this definition of spiritual, I about lost my shit because I had never heard this definition of the word spiritual out there in the new agey woo-woo world ever. So the definition that I'm going to be referring to today for the word spiritual is relating to or affecting the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things. So I'm going to repeat that. Relating to or affecting the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things. <sighs> Just take a moment to let that sink in. I imagine that this is a very different definition than you are used to as well. And the thing that I love about this definition is that it talks about how it's related to or affects the human spirit. And I know as a black, brown, or other woman of color that you know all of the atrocities that have impacted us and our human spirit. We live it every single day. It lives in our blood, our bones, our DNA. And quite frankly, all of the harm that has been done to us and that we do to others, all of that, and actually even those people that were doing the harm to us, all of that impacts our human spirit. And it impacts our collective human psyche. Which is why I think this definition of spiritual is really important. Because when we think of something as relating to or affecting the human spirit or soul, as opposed to the material or physical things, because, you know, that's that power, property, prestige, that's the house, the shoes, the cars, like that's all that stuff. And the acquisition of all of that stuff 
is a part of how our human spirit and psyche has been affected by all of the atrocities that we have experienced. And so the way to heal our human spirit and our human psyche is to get back in touch with our spiritual nature, with ourselves as spiritual beings, with the practices of our ancestors, with the practices of those who came before us, and connecting in to the wisdom that they possessed. Because, quite frankly, all of the problems we see in this world are because we have disconnected from our collective human soul and our collective human spirit as a result of supremacy and contempt. So I wanted to drop that little nugget for you before I actually tell you about my morning routine and my morning practices because most of the practices that I engage in are spiritual in nature. And some of them are things that, you know, you can call it spiritual or you can call it whatever else you want. But they're things that are as simple as when I wake up every morning, before I open my eyes, when I first come to consciousness, my first thought is thank you, God, for this beautiful day. There used to be a time where it was, oh, good God, it's morning. And today, the words are, good morning, God. Thank you, thank you for another day. Thank you for this beautiful day. Because making that first point of contact with my higher power, whom I choose to call God, is one of the most important things for me in my day so that I can stay centered, grounded, and aligned. So after I thank God for a beautiful day, then I open my eyes and I turn around and I look on one side of me and there's my hubby and I share a gratitude, not out loud, but another gratitude in another intimate moment between me and God. Just, you know, good morning and thank you for this amazing partnership in my life. And then I look on the other side, and there's our pup. And I get to share gratitude for having our cute, adorable, hilarious, big personality little pup in our life. And just really starting the morning off with that gratitude. Because literally, I look at my husband, I turn at him, And all of me smiles. And the same thing with my puppy. I turn around and look at him. And all of me smiles. And that is the first and second things that I do in the morning to set me up for success. 
And then I engage in a practice known to some, especially those who study with Deepak Chopra. I haven't studied with Deepak Chopra, but I've heard a lot of people who have studied with him say that he has this thing called RPM, Rise, P Meditate. And that is exactly what I do. I wake up, take some time for me, go to the bathroom, handle my business, and then I come back and I sit down and I meditate. And some days that's a full 15, 20 minutes. And some days it's just a few short breaths. And not short, like short and shallow breaths, but maybe it's just three breaths. Maybe that's all I can get in that day or that morning. And that's okay. I don't have to beat myself up for that. And so just really gathering myself, basically. Because as women, you know how incredibly scattered our attention can be because of all of the different needs that people have of us. And I say that with a little bit of hesitation because they have these needs of us, but really most of the shit they can do themselves. But for reasons that we'll talk about in another episode, we allow ourselves to get caught up in the stories of how much they need us. And so we really kind of let them pull us in these different directions. So yeah, waking up, saying thank you God for another beautiful day, looking over at my husband and saying a private blessing for him, a token of gratitude, a smile on my face, looking at our pup and again that smile on my face, that appreciation and gratitude that I have between me and my God. And then rise, pee, meditate. Sometimes I connect in with a piece of spiritual literature These days, it's been A Course in Miracles, which you're going to hear me talk about in some future episodes. And other days, it's a book of daily meditations or a daily reader from my spiritual program that I'm in, my 12-step recovery program. And then one of the last things that I do as part of my morning ritual and routine And actually, interesting, I heard this recently, is that the word ritual is actually in the word spiritual. So tuck that one away and chew on that a little bit. And so the last piece of my my morning ritual, before I get on to the, (laughs) the kitchen with the coffee and the tea and the breakfast and the sitting in the chair and you know, just really, I'm a slow start in the morning kind of person. I really need that time. I know not everyone is like that. My husband can jump right out of bed and have his day start and be totally fine. And that's not the way that I operate. And I've learned to stop fighting the way that my body operates and actually start embracing it. So that's a part of me leaning into my fierce feminine wisdom and leadership and power is to really honor my body instead of fighting against it. So that last thing they do before I actually get out of bed to start my day is I say a prayer 
turning every single person that I love in my life over to the care of their higher powers. It's not just about turning them over. It's also like turning me in there, like putting them there and then climbing in with them into the arms of a loving higher power that is with us wherever we go. And once I'm done turning over all of my loved ones, and I do have to do this for both sides. So I do this for my own family. And then I also do this for my in-laws and turn my mother-in-law, sister-in-law, brothers-in-laws, cousins, nieces, nephews, aunts, uncles, all of them. Like they all get turned over and placed into the arms of a loving higher power. And then lastly, I say a prayer for every single client and student that I've ever had, past, present, and future will have. A prayer for everybody who comes across my words and reads any of my words, whether those be in written format via a blog or an article I was quoted in or a social media post. So anyone who's ever read any words of mine, anyone who's ever listened to any words of mine, you as my podcast listener, people who have listened to any of my interviews on other podcasts, and then for my viewers, I say a prayer for them also. People who have watched my videos or seen me on someone else's telesummit or on social or wherever, just basically anyone who has ever, does currently, or will ever interact with my work and my presence, I say a prayer. May they be happy. May they be healthy. May they be blessed. May they be well. And may they be free. And then a prayer for everybody who's searching, looking for the messages that I share, the messages that come through me, Anyone who is in need of this message, I also pray that they find my work with ease. And then my final piece of that is to say, may my words be a blessing unto them. May my words be a blessing unto you. And I truly do mean that with my whole entire heart. And when I start my day from that space, and also a space of asking God, what is God's desire for me today? When I start my day from that space, I am set up for a much more fulfilling more productive, happier, smoother day. And I ain't going to lie. I'm not going to sit here like I'm holier than thou and pretend like I'm perfect and do that every single time. That's not the case. 
And on days that I do engage in my morning ritual, my morning practices, I definitely notice the difference. So with that information, I'm going to invite you over the next week to take some time and incorporate something that you heard from me from today into your routine. If you want to do it all, great, but I'm going to suggest that you start with something small. Even if that something small is simply reconsidering your relationship with the word spiritual. Or maybe you hear these reminders and you think, oh yeah, I used to have those practices and I also felt much better. And so I need to get back to those too. Whatever it is, give it a try and see what shifts for you. Oh, and by the way, because I know you lead leaders and that you lead teams and that you work with some really important people, by the way, all people are important, whereas my words are for clients and students and anybody who reads, hears, or sees any of my words or work or my presence, For you, it might be to say that prayer for your teams, for your colleagues, for your clients, for their teams. And I promise you that when you do that, the entire energy of your day will shift. So give it a try. And then shoot me a message, send me a DM on Instagram at Sharani M. Pathak, and let me know what happened for you and what you noticed in your day. And if you want a safe and supportive space where you can learn to reconnect with these practices for yourself or create these practices for yourself, and also be in community with other black, brown, and other women of color in a safe space, then I invite you to check out the Sanctuary for BIPOC Women in Leadership. And you can do that over at www.bipocsanctuary.com. And with that, It's time for me to acknowledge my amazing support team, Diego Velasquez, who is our podcast editor and the artist who created our custom podcast music, Ana Olvina, my wonderful assistant, who does all of the beautiful graphics that you see. She does my design stuff, so anything aesthetically beautiful that you see, Ana has probably created that. She also does the transcripts for each episode and so much more. And I have so much gratitude for all that she does. Jillian at Epoxy Studios is my amazing photographer who's taken the photograph you see as the cover image and pretty much every image that you see of me on social media. And lastly, 
I want to acknowledge my higher power, my source, my creator, whom I choose to call God, for the wisdom that flows through me and becomes these healing messages for you. And with that, I will catch you in the next episode. Take really good care.